Welcome to Trivial Debates. Hello and welcome to this month's edition of Trivial Debates, the ultimate pop culture challenge. Uh, we have some awesome new debates this month. And uh, on this show, our panelists will be judged and scored on their arguments for facts, passion, and creativity. I'm your host for this episode, Dave Mater, also uh, uh, doing double duty as producer. Uh, so bear with me while we have a great panelists and contestants to fight this month. Introducing first, we have Rajesh Kuddy. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you very much for having Welcome me. Welcome to the show. We have Adam Woodward. Hey, Contestant guys, number two. Nice to be back. And we have Davin Skellhorn as well. Skullhat. Ready Skullhorn. to take no prisoners. He well, maybe no a prisoners. few prisoners. We have Davin Skullhorn here. Um, yeah. And uh, we are, this is a Halloween themed episode as today is October 31st, 2021. And all of the questions we will be going through today are based around Halloween as well. Uh, so um, what have I missed so far? Um, we are going to have six rounds, uh, movies, television, music, sports, history, and wildcard. We want people to be passionate, but not mean or as much as possible. Um, if you, uh, you can look at all the different uh, categories we're going to be arguing about today. If something interests you more, we're going to have like the time indexes after this episode is published where you can, um, you can skip to those. If you prefer those, make sure to subscribe to our, uh, our feeds. Uh, we're on wherever you get your audio podcasts. We're also here on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook, or is it uh, meta now? I don't know. Um, and whether, or you might, um, you can find all of the information and descriptions uh, below or in the um, description uh, indexes. And uh, make sure. And uh, I think that's it for now. I'll plug all everything else once we jump into it. But with no further ado, let's jump in right into the movie round. Okay. Oh, and uh, let's get ready to rumble. Here we go. Okay, we got our movie question. So, which modern horror franchise's main character will endure for the coming century? And so that, um, like, just like how there was like the legend of Sleepy Hollow, and we're still, um, you know, go, uh, talking about the, the headless horseman a century later. You know, will we? Will what horror character are we going to be talking about? You know, in the into the future. So, um, Raj, you are contestant number one, so you get a minute. Uh, first here and um, we will you can uh, the floor is yours and the timer starts uh, now okay so uh, I think everybody knows the Saw franchise and so I'm going to go with Jigsaw um, personally I think that uh, Jigsaw has that staying power uh, there's been eight movies in the franchise so far um, they've even renewed it for uh, several more movies to come um, after they'd finished the initial uh, run in 2013. Um, the latest movie actually came out in 2021 with Spiral. Um, Jigsaw is just one of those like enduring uh, characters and, and 
kind of forcing uh, his uh, victims to uh, face reality and, and, and face who they are. Uh, and, and I guess in the hopes of like overcoming that, but he, what I love about that character is that he inspires um, other people to take on the mantle. And I think that's like the best way of enduring uh, Thank you, Raj. Okay, so we're going to go to um, Adam next. He is contestant number two today. So let's, uh, well, let's get to him. Adam, the floor is now yours. Good morning, guys. I'm here going to introduce the one I think will endure another hundred years. Um, Godzilla. Uh, so Godzilla has already been around in box office history since 1954. So we're talking 61 years already in the books. Um, I, I, I believe that the monster culture will, will always exist. And, you know, even when it takes breaks, like it did, you know, between certain years of it being made and then it really roared back um, in the, I guess we're starting with the, uh, the regrettable movie, but it was still fun. The Matt, uh, Matthew Broadwick movie with Godzilla called Godzilla. But long and short is that long, it, it's been, it's, it's already had longevity. Uh, it appeals across the globe. Um, it's spun off many, many monster characters and, and is still going real strong. And, and just looking at the re recent grosses of, of the box office, you know, we've had some, some astounding numbers out of this film franchise for the years. And, you know, I, I think Dave, more than anything, is just this endearing, long-standing, you know, fascination with monsters and, and, and humans fighting them, and <clears throat> which will always bring back uh, us to, to that, that uh, Godzilla culture. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Okay. Um, and Davin, you are going last for this round. So uh, your minute will start as soon as you start. All right. Well, I picked Michael Myers. And here's m the reasons why. Um, he is the most, he's the most realistic villain of these main modern. I mean, you could, I, um, he's just a guy who kind of lost his mind and hates his family <laughs> so like it's probably relatable for a lot of people um it's got the great actors associated with it i mean jamie lee curtis it's still relevant to this day they're still making jamie lee curtis led halloween movies um the song is iconic which we may talk about later um donald pleasant's another great actor in those early ones the story early one movies are almost the story of him going mad um the mask is a reversed william shatner mask that that's timeless but the main reason why halloween will endure and michael myers will endure longer than all these other ones is you're reminded of it potentially a million times every october every time i hear the word halloween and i'm sure i'm not the only one i potentially think of that movie good points okay so thank you all okay so now we go into our free-for-all round which will be four minutes and uh and you can uh go whoever wants to speak first can because we have uh we have uh, three great contenders here jigsaw michael myers and godzilla um but what i'm looking for mostly is like why why will this endure why will this character endure uh for, for you know in 20 in 2099 what why will this character be relevant can't hear you rush can't hear him Raj. so i'm gonna jump in i'll tell you why the other ones aren't relevant 
Jigsaw, I mean, the Saw movies are already played out. Does anyone want to see another torture porn Jigsaw, I mean, uh, Saw movie? And Godzilla, the reason why I don't think that counts is this: the, the question was stated modern, right? So I was trying to figure out where to draw the line for modern. And I was yeah, even questioning well, Michael on, Myers no. because it, but but Godzilla started in black and white, so that's where I definitely drew my line for modern and classic. I'm like, well, were any of these in black and white? Godzilla, the answer is yes. That's a classic monster. He's called a classic monster, and I know. Yeah. And who wants to see another Saw movie? But but uh, Halloween, synonymous with Halloween, Michael Myers is, and trick or treating. It's it's timeless. Okay, you you would be. If Godzilla hadn't been made and rebooted and redone countless times, I would agree with you. But the fact is, is that they're still making movies starring Godzilla, called Godzilla, uh, you know, in the in the twenties, you know, twenty teens and twenty twenties. You know, I think that eliminates that point. Um, so, it doesn't because that's the case with Dracula as well, and they're still making Dracula movies. But you can't argue Dracula is not a classic monster like Godzilla and, yeah, like, and Frankenstein's like, monster. I would not. Well, Dracula, they modern. keep making the classics like Godzilla. But but I think we're all forgetting really what we need to do is follow the money. And really, realistically speaking, when we're talking about revenue, <laughs> Halloween's well, not. not even not even not even a blip on the mark. Godzilla, okay, one point eight billion over the last sixty years or whatever, but let's be realistic here. Saw is a billion dollars in, in the last fifteen years, less than that. So I mean, just by that mark alone. You know, people are going to start continue to make it's, movies it's, on stuff. And it's IP, a way it's larger market. But but I think it's a way larger market. Now. It's benefiting off it being the most the newest. Yeah, but you guys, I mean, you know, Davin, you touched on it, but Raj's character is more like the torture porn will move on. Like we've been through it, it's done it. Yeah, it's time to move on. Flash in the pan. Yeah, I mean, credit to to Michael Myers because I actually chose him too, but. I'm just gonna have to disagree with you. It's the that. stalking, stalking mentality. People don't like to be followed. It, it's a fe fearful thing. However, a monster that appeals to who knows how many wrecks cities, injures thousands, kills thousands. This is a major, major player. And I, you know, I, I don't know if you can call a classic. Sure, it start. It's got to start at one point. But when does you, Michael Myers classic. Start classic? You know, it's it's 1978 for crying out loud. You know, I, I was six yeah so you know it, it's yeah, a long which is why ago. i kind of debated even michael myers so black right. and white i mean where do we draw the modern line before yeah. film uh just just <laughs> clear, modern modern uh, meant not classic so yeah uh, and I, I i still contest godzilla is classic classic i would still contest movie. that both both your both your uh people you're pushing are are, are both uh considered classic i mean right i, 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 I guess to me, well is, the jigsaw movies just sort of okay, it's now how do I outdo myself on the next movie to make it more scary or more shocking? It's not even scary. Shocking is the word. And it's, I just think it's run its course. The first one was fantastic. Totally agree. I mean, I was walked out. Oh my God. And, and but then I go, okay, same thing, same thing, same thing. So, you know, walking away, I didn't feel um, that this is going to last long and has, has endurance, certainly. You know, unless they start doing, you know, no, it won't even do that. It won't even make it. Michael Myers is synonymous with Halloween, disagree. October, and Knives. Like, it, timeless. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. And the music. It's just timeless. So many reminders. Well, Never uh, be forgotten. The four minutes has elapsed. So, therefore, I have to make a decision. Um, 
Um, and I think I, um, I, I'm going to give this one to Davin. Um, congratulations, Davin. Uh, Thank you. Uh, because um, I just think that he did the most to sort of um, go like to sort of discredit the rest of your arguments. And I, I don't know if I, I, I got enough um, uh, enough substance on the other two. So that's that's all. Um, but it's that's only one round. Let's uh, let's just. Uh, and so we are. So Davin is on the board and let's bring that up. This is harder when yeah. I have to host and produce at the same time. Okay. <laughs> so, guys, we are moving on to the TV round. So, let's jump into that. Uh, <clears throat> what the heck is it? And for the TV round, we are going to be doing Who is the Most Powerful TV Witch? Uh, there are a lot of choices. Uh, there's Bewitched, there's Charmed, there's many uh, out there. Uh, Adam, you are going to be going first for this round, and the floor is yours, and your time starts now. Okay, guys. So, so good question, Dave. I went in my memory banks to go through witches, didn't want to choose classic, um, you know, <laughs> and went through more recent contemporary stuff, ended up with Melisandre from Game of Thrones. Um, the, the Red Witch. And if you've spent any time on that show, you know that she's quite powerful and uh, quite ruthless in, in how she executes her her, her, her her greater design, her greater plan. So um, for me, somebody who who's a, a witch that works in the background, uh, trying to coerce people, trying to do things to, to you know, have a long-term goal, because, you know, we know that they're going to last, outlast everybody they're playing with. Uh, she's very frightening as far as her, you know, ability to, you know, change her, 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 uh, how she looks to people, uh, incredibly seductive to men, which, you know, in itself is, is, is very manipulating. However, she's incredibly powerful in the background as well. And, you know, it's, she can raise the dead. And I think that in itself is, is frightening. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Okay. Uh, Davin, you are going to be going next this round. So, all right. Well, for this one, I could easily rephrase this question. Who is the most powerful anything ever in the history of TV? And it would still be the same answer. And that's Wanda Maximoff, the Scarlet Witch. She's the most powerful magic user in a universe that includes Doctor Strange, Loki, the Ancient One, Agatha Harkness, Odin. Um, she's a multiversal entity. So not only did we see her on WandaVision create a micro reality that she could completely manipulate it any way she wanted, you know, mind control, matter manipulation, um, complete impenetrable reality. Well, she can in fact do that on a universal scale if she wants, and she can actually move and manipulate other universes, which she plucked her children out of another universe. She could bring people back to life and all that sort of thing without even trying really. Um, she makes Thanos look like a mosquito. She was about to destroy him in Endgame, and that's why he had to rain down all the everything. But uh, yeah, very good, very good. Okay, and Raj, you uh, you are last here. So uh, when you're ready, all right. So uh, I mean, I guess the other ones are a bit uh, weak compared to who I've chosen. So I apologize, gentlemen. Uh, but oh. uh, Willa Rosenberg 
uh, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer literally smites the board when it comes to witches. She uses white and dark magic. She's already mastered them. She can absorb magic, understand other people's magic and absorb it. She can detect magic. She creates barriers. She does life force, life force and soul spells. Um, she can manipulate matter with transmutation spells. She can do plant spells. She brings people back from the dead and not once, but multiple times. Um, she can fly. She has energy blasts, uh, telekinesis, telepathy. I mean, really teleportation. Like we're talking about like just the the entire thing. Like if, if there was ever an omnipotent being, it would be Willow Rosenberg. No, very, very okay. Three strong arguments to uh, start us off here. Um, we are going to jump in and let's. Um, and the, the the rebuttal starts. Now. Hey, if, if I can go first, please. I, I I think that I just like to call out is again respect to to Kiko contendents here uh, contested. With my witch, Melisandre, she is extremely manipulative and just dark. The other ones, certainly Wanda. Wanda's just a good like if she's a witch, she's a good witch. She's got a lot of power, agree. But you know, I'm talking about for malevolence and anger and 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 just trying to change the world in a very dark way. I would go with uh, with uh, my witch for sure. Well, that's not the question. It's powerful, <laughs> which yeah, is uh, exactly. Scarlet Witch, for sure, because not only could she control Willow Rosenberg and Melisandre, she could do it in every single multiverse. She could reach into the Game of Thrones as it's happening and just, like, turn Melisandre into anything she wants or blink her from ever having existed. And now that she has the Darkhold we saw at the end of that show, she can lift that gives her beyond like multiversal control. She can control Shumagoras. She can control Dormammu, Doctor Strange. There's going to be a whole movie about Doctor Strange trying to like deal with the Scarlet Witch because she's the most powerful um, antagonist we've seen in the MCU. She can do anything in multiversal scale. I, I just feel, I feel like you're, you're you're reaching there because really we have to go with what's happened and not what's going to happen. You're talking about we've seen it. Content we've that... seen those things in that show. She creates oh, okay. her own reality, and she she, she plucks, creates her own reality. She plus so beings so from Willow. other realities. I mean, At the end of the show, she hears her children talking from another reality. She's gonna go get them from another whole universe. We've seen it. Just gotta pay close attention to that show. Let's go on. But I, I mean, I I would argue so that, that that really we don't know those things, and that you're 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 reaching a bit and assuming what you what what the storyline is. Uh, second thing is is that. Uh, what's done and dusted is we know these things about willow we know that we know that universe and we know that what she's been able to do right i mean she was she had so much power and 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 uh was even referred to as almost like the dark phoenix um even oh, within the no, show itself no, 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 no. uh we and, did not and see her anything like the power. dark phoenix <laughs> uh i mean you know when she when she was dark willow she she literally like ran the world and if she wanted to probably ran the universe i, I don't really think there's anything what about the multi mastered her powers she knows what's what's up right with 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 the scarlet witch you're 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 left still wondering what's she going to learn how well is she going to master the dark hole we don't even know those things. oh it's gonna get scary it's gonna get crazy I mean, <laughs> you're saying it's going to get crazy, but really we have to... Oh, yeah, to, but that, but, but, but from what we've seen, have we seen Willow create a micro 
universe where she controls all of reality and put things from other universes into that reality. Have we seen her do with anything, that, that, even close to that? Devin, the problem with that... we've seen that in the show. And I agree... She's, with, she's guys, capable of guys, doing that with all the, this, with, all the, with all the thing that she, she's capable of doing. A, a question of the writers writing about her doing something like that never came up in the storyline. But in reality, she's got all the abilities, if not more, and she's mastered them, which is something the Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch can't can't really it, say that it's she's stated done. it's stated by agatha harkness in that show that the scarlet witch is the most powerful magic user even beyond that of the sorcerer supreme so if you think willow rosenberg from buffy the vampire slayer is more powerful than the greatest magic user in the in a world that includes like you, you can't, the incredible you, hulk and these crazy powerful entities that's just Rilla Rosenberg wouldn't even have the durability. She doesn't have (laughs) the strength. She doesn't have the healing capabilities. She hasn't resurrected, like she hasn't really like resurrected anybody save, save uh, vision who was our artificial intelligence anyways. Like it's it's just not the thing. Uh, Adam, I, did you have some points there? Because I think you got cut off a couple times. <laughs> I just, well, uh, I, I guess you know. I mean, it's it's, it's irrelevant to the argument, Dave. But I was just going to say is like you know, problem with creating an all powerful being is that it takes takes away from from any. I mean, just, once this is done, so where do you go with the story? But anyhow, you, the question was. Well, yeah, just about power and and sort yeah. of like the um, the extent of their magic, I guess, is what I'm looking for in sort of like how how um, how limited or limitless it might be. Uh, and um, so, I I don't know if it, Melisandre has enough points uh, in that she has a resurrection on Jon Snow. Spoilers uh, and uh, some other <laughs> things, but but um, I don't know. I don't know if I. It's enough uh, for me to go there. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, right now trying to decide between Willow and uh, Scarlet Witch. Um, I think that there's some interesting things on Willow that she was the most. I, I'm not, a, I'm not as much of a Buffy uh, fan, so I don't, I'm not as familiar. I know the Willow character, but I'm not as familiar as I as I would be with like the Scarlet Witch. But I think Raj's points that, you know, saying that she will be the most powerful is is well taken but we haven't seen it fully yet although the the creation of the reality was impressive i guess right it was kind of i mean it was flawed though right because i mean it, it it only extended so many blocks whereas willow with the flick that's how she wanted it created, that's how she wanted it she created, wanted a small town created but she created an entire bubble around uh what was it called uh sunny sunnyside uh, east side or something like that or east view what Whatever the town was, she with a snap of her fingers created a barrier around an entire city, right? There was no, but it's uh, but it was it's, barely working when it got to the outside. She, you know, her, her power, but like, it's actually Scarlet stated. Witch's powers was actually limited within the, within the it's, series, right? They are and, and unlimited. And they're stated the, to she, be she so. It's, it's stated that she is the most powerful magic user in the entire universe, multiverse. That's okay. what Agatha Harkness said. It actually stated that. So somebody, if you think Willow Rosenberg is more powerful than basically the most powerful thing somebody in comic books. saying it doesn't comic make books. it real, right? I could say I could fly to the moon right now, but that doesn't make it real, right? I like, still don't think we've seen somebody, Willow do anything like what we saw Wanda do in that show. Are you, Pluck people are you from other like, universes. Through, if you'd like, we've seen her take like, some of like, well, other we, we do have to move on. So 
I'm going to, um, I just think that even though I'm not as familiar with Buffy, I thought Raj did a great job of uh, um, arguing his for Willow here. And I, I learned some things about the Willow character I didn't know. So I am going to be giving this one, this round to Raj. Uh, congratulations, Raj. Uh, we got some comments here uh, from, from Jamil. He's saying the Scarlet Witch is a is a title given to the strongest witch. So it seems like you he was swaying Davin, you um you may have swayed Jamil on this, but he wasn't judging this round. So I'm always like to, Jamil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, so that is Raj with one, Davin now with one uh or Davin already had one, Raj now with one, and Adam uh still uh to score uh we will be moving on to the music round ding 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 and for this round we are talking about what is the best song to kick off your halloween playlist because what what songs what songs what what, what is the, the the christmas carol of halloween you know like what's like the, the go-to there's some there's there's i think christmas has more choices in the music uh, in terms of holidays and some other things but uh davin you will be going first for this round so away you go have you ever asked yourself does fear have a sound does excitement have a sound does fun have a sound? Well, it turns out when you combine those three sounds, it creates the song I'm about to talk about, which is, of course, the Halloween theme. Everybody knows it. You think about it all the time. Even when you hear the word Halloween, just like uh, Michael Myers, it's synonymous with Halloween. Um, it, it's the possibly the best score of John Carpenter's career, which is just amazing musically. He's an incredible musician. Um, so many other Halloween songs are just really hokey, like Monster Mash and all these things. What you want to feel when you get to Halloween in October is you want to feel a little fear, excitement, and fun, which combined is what we have in the Halloween theme. This is a case where simplicity is perfection. I yield the rest of my time. Okay, yeah, you're only six seconds left, so you're good. Okay, so... Um... <laughs> All right, so so we got uh, the Halloween movie theme is our first uh, response here, and uh, uh, Raj, you will go next this round. So uh, the floor is yours when you're ready. So um, I picked Monster Mash, the 1962 uh, novelty song by uh, Bobby Boris Pickett, um, and I I gotta say, you know, it. I don't know what the the Billboard ranking was on on Halloween, but uh, Monster Mash has been number one multiple times um it also uh has uh is always up in the charts when when it comes to the halloween time um really it's it's that like you know getting your kids getting your family ready for 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 halloween i don't think that uh um the question was what's the scariest song um of uh, of the of of Halloween, but I, what what really gets you started? And I really I think that that Monster Mash is one of those classic things. People hear it, they smile, the, you know, they know the lines. It's it's just a, it's just an all around you know I'm banger really. I mean of a pop culture, and uh, that that would be my sorry. <laughs> no worries. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, Raj. Okay, and Adam, you are uh, you go last this round and. Uh... 
Okay, right. so Dave and, and guys, I, my my mind went immediately to "Don't Fear the Reaper" by Blue West, Blue Oyster Cult, and <clears throat> when I when I think why, simple as this is 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 just the amount of times it's been used in in horror or or you know suspenseful movies, Frighteners, uh, the TV show Supernatural, The Stand, the movie, uh, the first the first made for TV movie, uh, and actually Stephen King quoted, quoted the song many times in that book. Uh, Gone Girl, um, Davin, Halloween, 1978, and 2007, it was used. It was used in Zombieland. It's been in War Dogs. It was used in the show Six Feet Under and many more. Uh, I, you know, to me, you know, you know, the, we know who the Reaper is and, and just that whole um, notion of death and where does it go and who, where does it take me? When you hear that song, you know that something is going to happen that isn't favorable for the, for the, uh, for the characters in the movies, but in, in all that one really speaks to horror to me. I think it's been well used over the years. It's just a great, great, uh, sorry, a great soundtrack uh, movie theme, but also just one of the movies that I actually later today will be playing in, in the court where I live. Okay. All right. We got some great uh, answers here. Four minutes starts now and, uh, and uh, jump in. I, I guess just if I can just tag on and, and add in more is is just the the scope it's being used in. It's not just a one time theme uh, as Halloween is. It's very recognizable as yours is Devin, but all the same, it's it's just a scarier movie. Uh, uh, sorry, a music for Halloween for me just because of the breath it's used. And as far as Monster Mash, it's goofy. Uh, it, it's it's fun, I guess. It, it's and it's known, but I, I don't think it has that. Like, in my mind, I didn't go there. It's it's one of those off offside ones, like time warp or something. That you know. If 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 I can tag on to that, it's it's you you Rajesh, Rajesh mentioned that uh, you hear Monster Mash and you smile. Do you? Do you? Or do you go? Or <laughs> do you go? That's what I do when I hear. Yeah, it's like I've actually heard this song a hundred too many times at this point in my life. You know what I mean? Whereas the, the Halloween that's, theme, that's, just, that's, do, 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 that's do, do. the it's, uh, so good. It just makes you it's, feel it's, like it's, it's like, the, it's like the, the Dave Seville of, of Halloween. You know, with with yeah, the Chipmunks, and that that's what that reminds me of that movie. Yeah. That, you know that song. I mean, I it, it's, look, it, it may be the STD of Halloween music, but the fact of the matter <laughs> is, everybody gets it. Everybody knows it. And, you know, you go to the doctor, you, you get your medication and you're okay. But the fact of the matter is, is that every year, you know, you're going to hear that song. That's, that's, that's long lasting durability. And, and, and yeah, I, really I, I like still believe like... that when you throw my, my song in and the times it's being used in horror and suspense and, you know, it's just, it's one of those movie songs that you just cannot get away from. And, but it's never, you never get tired of it. You know, it's let's, just, it's, let's get it's back to the wording of the question at hand here. Oh boy! What we do go. we kick our playlists off with? Do you actually go? Yay! It's October. Let me go click on Monster Mash and listen to Monster. <laughs> Mash. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, I and uh, and I think "Don't Fear the Reaper" is actually a better song for the other eleven months of the year because if you actually actually listen to the, I mean, it does get used in a lot of horror, but you know, it's it's, it's a good song, I will admit, but. It's about not fearing the reaper, and it's about the wind and the sun and the rain. Like it's, 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 it's not really a the 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 the, the right thematic choice. Right. I don't think for no, Halloween. I, I don't I like. Totally I don't, it, you're not going to find it at the I'd top of any you, playlists for Halloween, or maybe you can find you it in those playlists. I don't think both your songs are Halloween horror. Movie they're not be necessarily all Halloween. Both your songs are horror, but they're not necessarily Halloween. Right? Yeah, the question is, is about Halloween. Raj, the question was, what would you?
playlist with, your <laughs> Halloween playlist with. And I would definitely type the Blue Extra Cult. 100%. It's a great way to start any playlist I mean, off. You know, everybody knows it. It's a good song, but you it. hear it. I love Does every day on Q104. I mean, you what's listen what's, to that what's the actual <laughs> metrics on that? Does everybody know it? Okay, the four of Don't us knew it. Fear the Reaper plagues the airways all year. It plagues the airways all year on classic rock. It, it doesn't get associated it's extra. It doesn't get played Halloween extra times in October because it can't. It's 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 like if if Monster Mash is the STD of like <laughs> Halloween songs, then Don't Fear the Reaper is like the STD of like classic rock stations because it's just there all the time. And like that kind of that's why you don't go to it when you're for your playlist in October. You're like, oh, well, I, I totally heard that I, I a week that, ago you know, and a week ago before that but, and but a week again, ago if, before that. If we're talking about what's going to set off, it was it's never been a number one on the charts. Never, never. Well, it hasn't not, question, number it one. Have to be. I know, but, but we're talking about popularity. We're talking about what's going to start off your playlist. I mean, Halloween, really, like the most popular thing. songs are the ones that are going to start off your playlist. Like you don't you don't start off like low and slow. You're gonna lose your audience, right? You got to start with an upbeat, you know, fast BPM kind of like. Oh, gosh. Uh, no, the Halloween theme makes you feel. You it's like actually oh, make your heart beat faster. Do 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 do. Oh, it does it every time. You can't overplay that song. It's just yeah. the perfect I mean, horror nobody sound. Plays it, that's the for, problem. <laughs> it, it's on every Halloween playlist ever. <laughs> If not the first song, Gotta have it's like cowbell. it's October. October is the month of Halloween. Halloween, Halloween theme, perfect. It's that's the train of thought. It happens for people all over the world. It's doo -doo -doo -doo. oh, my heart's beating right now thinking about it. Okay, uh, uh, Adam, uh, did you have something to say there? Uh, I think you before. <laughs> I, I like the Halloween theme. I'm not saying I don't. However, <laughs> I think it's the way to end the playlist, not start it. It could be at the end too, but it's usually at the start because it's the first thing you think of. It's October. It's Halloween. Do 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 do. I I I gotta People tell go, you, yay! It's October, Halloween, baby. Don't fear the reaper. It's a this, <laughs> this one was tough. I think you all made great arguments and counter arguments here. I um I this was tough. This is the toughest one so far to kind of uh, hone in on, but um. And I, this might be my own personal bias as well. So full disclosure, but I was swayed by Raj this round on Monster Mash. <laughs> so I do like that song too. Um, and uh, so well, this round, all respect, I would have given at least a Davin on that one, Dave. It's not uh, me. Uh, sorry, no, Raj, <laughs> sorry, sorry, not him. Uh, yeah, no, sorry. Um, yeah, not like Monday. I just, I just, so could you, when, he, when he said like, the beats per minute and like something that's recognizable and, and things like that. I think that that, that was sort of like what sort of pushed me over the edge there. And, uh, that's why I went that way. Um, but, uh, you guys all were strong there. I, like I would have uh, had there been weaker contenders. I think I would have maybe I could have easily given, um, Adam or Davin that point as well, but, uh, I overestimated okay. your taste in music, Dave. You have, you have. <laughs> yes. You hey, should not. Davin, just, yeah. just you know, on October 1st, that's my ringtone for the month. Halloween Don't theme. Fear the Reaper. It's, yeah, no, it was, we were golfing. Oh, no, no, no. The Halloween theme is my ringtone. Yeah, the Halloween oh, theme. Right. It has to be. Yeah, we, it's, it has to be. Uh, you mean it wasn't Monster Mash? <laughs> <laughs> ring, ring. It is a mash. A Monster Mash. Woo, woo, doo, doo. Uh, no one said Thriller, says Jamil. 
Uh, Stay tuned for this. He was like number three on my choice list. Okay. So we are now jumping into what's the next round? Sports? Yeah, we're doing sports next. Okay. So let's get into it. Uh, And our sports question is, who is the scariest pro team, pro sports team mascot? Okay, and we're actually going to get some visuals up for this. Um, so I think we're back to Raj going first uh, for this oh, round. Okay. So um, Raj, the floor is yours, and we will definitely bring up pictures uh, if you need them. So um, I thought I'd go in a different direction here. I, I, I chose uh, something based on a phobia that I have. So I chose Hugo the Hornet from the Charlotte Hornets. Um, I just a flying insect that can sting you multiple times and can swarm you, uh, just invokes a lot of fear in my, in my life. And so, uh, yeah, uh, just based on that, like, you know, it looks like a cuddly whatever, but when you look at actual pictures of, excuse my language of actual hornets, like, oh, hell no. Like, no, they're like space aliens. Uh, no. I, I can't, I just can't, no, it, they're, they're, they're terrifying. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they, they just swarm and they grow, like they, they, they get these massive nests. It's disgusting. I can't know. Yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with this. All right. Didn't even need your whole minute. Okay. So we are jumping over to, uh, Adam for this next one. Adam, when, uh, when you're ready. Dave, can you bring mine, the picture of mine up, please? Uh, yep. Uh, can I protest? <laughs> sure. Gives me a second. To Don't bring that picture up. <laughs> uh, and so, oh my God. All right, here we go, Adam. You were, you, get going. Who, who are you arguing for? Uh, I am going for the New Orleans Pelicans baby cake or whatever. King baby cake, pardon me. And honest to God, like 2009, I have no idea how this made it through the, uh, through, through whoever decides which, which, you know, just, he's creepy. He's scary. He was actually, uh, the, the, the guy who developed it actually was, uh, I think started a lawsuit against a, a, one of the horror tra- um, chains movies, as far as using that mask as, as a part of his movie and horror movie. I'm not sure which one, but long and short is that. This doesn't give me any joy. It doesn't give me any any happiness when I see this thing. Even as far as the the lines on the forehead, I think his eyes are creepy. I, I don't know how this becomes the 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 mascot of a team, a winning team. However, here we are, and I understand that the, the history to Mardi Gras. I know the, the relationship there, but it's just still not there. I think that more people, and if you do a search on the web, there is a lot of talk about how frightening this little mascot is. All right, thank you, Adam. Okay, so uh, I didn't. Ne- I have never seen that before either. That that did. Uh, I had a reaction to that. Okay, um, and then Davin, you are next and last for this one. Well, let's talk about the murder duck of Anaheim. Okay, <laughs> the murder. The time duck. was you only had to worry about these hockey mask murder types at summer camp or Manhattan, but now you're not safe rinkside or pond side not only scary this thing is a menace a menace to society okay um it's obviously like it makes no sense for there to be a hockey team in anaheim california the only reason they put a team there 
the murder duck of Anaheim, fear of retribution. Okay, they had to stop making Mighty Ducks movies for like a decade because because of the murder duck of Anaheim, they were no longer G-rated movies, just in association with the murder duck of Anaheim, or so we can assume. No one is safe, especially in Anaheim. <laughs> uh okay is, is is that the is are you concluded what need what else do i need what else to needs to be said uh, uh, uh fair enough okay so let's let's bring this in um okay just g give me two seconds here just to g get your guys's um uh answers up on the board because i forgot on your names here because it's it's harder when i'm both uh and raj the hugo the Hugo the Hornet, of course. Okay. Uh, save and... All right. Let's get... Okay. You get... Go. <laughs> Actually, his name's the Murder Duck of Anaheim, but we'll, we'll leave that for now. Um, Raj, you undermined your own argument because, as Raj said, what makes Hornets scary is they can swarm you. How many mascots does the Charlotte Hornets have? Certainly not They've a got fans. They've got fans. One hornet isn't scary. Just leave it alone and it'll leave you alone. Murder ducks will not leave you alone. <laughs> How many murder ducks are there? Have you ever have you ever met a duck? Ducks are not cool, man. Ducks are like one of the meanest creatures. They're, they're, a duck would eat a hornet and then come after you and your family. <laughs> what? <laughs> The Chinese I, I think, guys, you know what? I mean, like these are all just caricatures of something, right? And and when you look at the three of them, if you put if you were able to put them up three together, Dave, I mean, you, you, uh, I, let me see if I can. Gritty's a muppet. You know, <laughs> Gritty's yeah, a the, muppet. Yeah, the 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 the, the, I mean, the who's scared the of muppet. a baby. Like, uh, I, I don't know if I can. Well, it's, it's a cute baby. The more you look at that king cake baby, the more adorable it gets. Like, there's it's just no, a cute. No, look at smiling. There's no cuteness there. Oh my God! Look, no. go back and look at the picture. Uh, four over, two down. An oh. adorable baby. Just adorable. This baby? baby. Yeah, smile. totally what? cute. No, no, not that one. No. The other way. Four the other way, and two the other way. <laughs> I mean, you know, babies in general. Yeah, like, adorable in all like these it. pictures. Look at them. I just want to give them little belly scrunches. They are looking at those scrunches. I, I just yeah. think yeah. the user crown, that's. He doesn't want to murder you and your family like a murder duck. I don't even know who Gritty is, to be honest. Gritty is the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, and I have to show him because he's considered to be one of the um one of the, one of the scariest, uh, or at least you can see Gritty cuddling up with that baby, that cake baby. It'd be real cute. See, look at that. This it'd is be gritty. like a Muppet. It'd be oh, like he on the Muppet. Like a Muppet. Yeah, yeah he's he a Muppet. Like a Muppet. I don't having googly eyes doesn't make you scary. Yeah. yeah, and neither does being a baby. Babies are cute. Yeah, or a well, duck. Dave, I, I think like, Dave, you're gonna duck. have to just make Ooh, a call here. I'm so scared of a duck. Uh, like, well, it's it's, it's I, I guess it's also about what is scaring me. Um, so so okay, just so I understand the arguments. Okay, so um, Raj, you're saying that Hugo the Hornet is scary because what? I so Hugo the Hornet swarm. is scary. Well. I mean, swarms, but also because, you know, he's got fighting spirit. He's a hornet. He, they, they give no fucks, really. I mean, let's be honest. Hornets in general, like if when you're when your mascots embodying something, a hornet is like 
universally everybody's like, oh fuck, that's a hornet's nest. I'm gonna run away, right? We're not we're not like, oh hey, I'm gonna just go up to this hornet's nest and poke it, and you know I'm gonna be fine. No, you're 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 making sure you're you're handling your business. Like they're he's not. Like smi- he's like smiley though. He's like a yeah. You can you can you can put you can put lipstick on a pig it's still a pig right mm-hmm. like or, it's a bloody murder hornet they don't okay. have murder ducks they actually have murder hornets right like that's an actual thing that exists in the universe but they're and not it the should murder hornets no but we could get into why ducks are horrible murder but but as a species there's no there's no such thing as a murder duck right there's definitely a murder yeah. hornet I, okay, yeah, so listen, I, I just think that definitely when you look died at, from hornets. When you look at the three of them, this is sort of Not a cute one. thing. You know, Raj, no disrespect to your, your fear factor there, but I mean, it, it's a cute little thing that kids would run up and hug. Um, <laughs> and even the mascot. Like a baby. Of, you know, like a what baby. About, what about the ducks? Or like Adam, a why, duck. why, what, 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 what about this murder? Look at him. He's mean. Red he, ducks. People don't go to the hornet. Dave, he's a duck. Ducks just aren't. Scary, ducks are the worst. Like when they came up with this name, I I can I, I continue to roll my eyes when they took this from the, the Disney film, and then and that's the other thing. It's, it's associated with Disney. I mean, goodness, that it can't be scary. And then and then finally, this is just creepy. You know, when I was scrolling through, and I did stop at the Philly one, by the way, it was that was one of my choices. But this became I, like I, I don't like this. I don't I don't think it's warm. I don't think it's. I mean, it even looks hard to even you know. You know, one of one of the things I think are measures of, of mascots is the reactions from kids and whether they come and gravitate towards this. And I just don't why is this the mascot for the pelicans? I don't understand. Why isn't it, why don't they have it's a pelican due to Louisiana? Because the pelicans, yeah. I mean pelicans drop off babies, right? Yeah, okay, but, okay. But, no, but storks, I mean, I mean, storks I'm assuming that's the stretch, but I mean like look they again, can fit them right in their mouth. I, I, who who really is afraid of babies? Like you know, they'd been they'd been. I'm better afraid of this baby. This yeah, baby, baby. Okay, okay. This is this is not hard. Uh, this is going to uh, to Adam. Uh, I gotta give give him this. Rap. We were ended uh, as soon as the picture came up, Raj. We didn't have a chance there. I, mean, I I didn't know what it was. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I was just. Um, like this it was, was the visual. That was a hard question, to be honest. Like to pick any of these characters and then have to. Yeah, they're all they're they're not supposed to be scary, like on purpose. <laughs> uh, but some of them are. Okay, so uh, we now have uh, Raj with two, Adam with one, and Davin with one. So uh, we got two rounds left. Uh, let's see how this plays out, and we are moving on to the history round. Okay, and the question for this is. Get over, get over here, Dave. Okay. Uh, the question for this round is: Which mythical demon, which I'm all demons are mythical, uh, is the most terrifying? Um, and so, some interesting answers came in for this one. Uh, I believe Adam, you are you have the first go for this round, right? So, good question, Dave. I, I was a little, I had to think back a little bit, but in my mind, I kept coming to something that scared me the first time I ever read about it. And, and it was in a, it was probably not a, you know, a great accurate uh, um, account of it. It was, it's the Wendigo, uh, which is generates or stems from uh, first nations culture in, in Northeast United States and Canada. Uh, 
lives in the forests and things like that. And the first time I read about it was actually in Pet Cemetery, where Stephen King referenced it. However, that wasn't um, that scared me in that book. And so, looking more onto that, I went to that one. So, uh, you know, it's it's the the real the real the real truth of it is a human like it, it possesses humans possesses human like qualities uh and what what actually psychiatrists have actually designated something called wendigo psychosis which is characterized by symptoms such as craving for intense uh for humans and and human flesh which you know obviously cannibalization which is very frightening so long and short is i think any possession is uh, by a demon is is just so so frightening and that's where i went to Okay. Um, Davin, you are next. Well, as a father, no. But anyway, the most horrible demon who that exists out there has to be Lamashtu. Lamashtu is a Mesopotamian demon. And the reason Lamashtu is the most horrible is Lamashtu goes after the most vulnerable. Lamashtu targets women during childbirth and harasses them menaces women during childbirth and and then tries to kidnap them once the breastfeeding begins you're already taking the most traumatic time in like life already and just adding a demon that's going to menace you the entire time and then take your baby so that it can gnaw on its bones and suck on its blood okay she was so bad that mesopotamians would invoke pazuzu of exorcist fame to keep Lamashtu away, even they, even though they knew Pazuzu was going to mess with them too. Lamashtu is just the most horrible. The ritual to keep her away starts thusly. Great is the daughter of heaven who tortures babies. Her hand is a net who her embraces death. She is cruel, raging, angry, and predatory. Horrible. It doesn't sound good. Okay. And Raj, you have uh, last go of this one um, when you're ready. So, uh, yeah, it's it, well. I must have misspelled it when I sent it to you, but it's it's Berkta, uh, also known as uh, Perkta, um, or Perched. Um, it's a European demon. Um, kind of looks like an old hag with horns and like janky teeth and like a tongue that's sticking out. It's it's really nasty. You can Google that. You can Google the masks yourself that 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 they use for this particular demon. But this demon would go around. Uh, terrorizing children and, and, and people that were bad uh, during particular festivals in Europe. And uh, what she's known for is slashing their stomach and spilling out their guts and then replacing their guts with straw and stones. So, I mean, you're talking about like a Jack the Ripper-esque serial killer kind of demon. And, I mean, compared to these other chumps, like, yeah, I'm, 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 feared, I'm afraid of and I'm not afraid of like these other like nobodies. Uh, thank you. I yield back my time. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, all right. So we got we got uh, three good answers. Oh yeah, you, you were you were good there. All right. Four minutes uh, starts now. And uh, yeah, if, you, if anybody wants to see visuals, I did pull up some uh, some graphics here. But uh, well, that didn't work out good last time. But actually, the last two is horrifying. She's like the body well, of a these are illustrations. Being, like, often like yeah shown like breastfeeding snakes and the whole thing is horrible she comes after people during childbirth and then takes their babies it's the worst thing i've ever heard they had 
invoke other demons to keep her away. It's crazy. And the thing about Lamash too is other demons, at least in like the Mesopotamian time, were at least under some sort of control or influence from like higher gods and things like that. Like there's rules that keep them. They do things for a certain reason, for a certain way. Lamashtu was the one demon who just did things for her own menacing non-reasons. She just liked to torture women and babies at the most vulnerable time in their lives. It's horrible. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> this is a Lamashtu picture here uh, or illustration, I think. Um, this is look at that. Look at that. I know it's not good. It's not good. Then we got Berkta. Uh, Berkta is kind of like a witch looking thing. Um, so I, this is, I've got a mask up on my Berkta on seems my, like a nice old lady. Here. Look, look at that mask and, and tell me you're not going to have nightmares. <laughs> like, what in the actual F? Okay, like that, that thing's coming and slitting your, slitting your belly. And that like, kind of looks like a Wendigo. Your, like, <laughs> Oh, I, on is that it note, Windigo or is it Windigo? I think Berkta sounds like a, like a low-level PG Lamashtu, really. And the reason I don't think the Wendigo uh, wins this debate is because it's just too specific. Like, childbirth birth happens everywhere all the time, whereas, like, as I understand the Wendigo myth, you actually have to eat human flesh, which is what allows the Wendigo to possess you. So you no, already have to be in exactly, a weird state. It's up not in the exactly Arctic. true. They also it's, talk it's about still very at least ge geographically specific. But, it, but we, so it's but like we're it's also talking about that we're also talking about possession, and possession to me is one of the most frightening things. Is you know, imagine you're you're sitting with one of your loved ones, and they're not you know behaving as they do, and and you know they start doing weird things, maybe eating you, uh, and but like to change somebody's psyche by possession is something just with no control. And you don't know. I mean, these guys are, you know, the ones you talked about here are actually approaching something and you know who they are. While the, the possession of a body and changing their personality it, and into something. People go to bars to do that very thing. Whereas, like, <laughs> uh, yes. Like, whereas, like, say if somebody stole my baby and ate it in front of me, if I was possessed, I probably wouldn't have to worry about it so much. You know, I wouldn't be worrying. But it would be horrible if I wasn't possessed. And uh, Raj, what does Burke do? Again, so she she basically slashes your stomach, empties out your like intestines and like your innards, and replaces them with straw and turns you into a scarecrow, and, basically. Yeah, turns you into a scarecrow, basically. But you're dead, right? You're not alive. You're dead. You're like, but kills you and turns you and stuffs you, right? She's like the taxidermist of like serial killers. Yeah, mummifier. But wouldn't we and, all and, take that instead of and, that and, happening to our baby and partner during childbirth? But she she's doing I this would. to you children. I would. put all the strong she's meat doing you this want. To, she's doing this to children, right? Like, your, your spawns. So you, I mean, what's the difference here? Yours just steals them. At least they're still alive. This one, like, eat them. murders. murders <laughs> she eats children. the babies. Oh. It menaces women during childbirth, which probably leads to death. She causes probably. anxiety. Just the Wendigo is also... So all of them... Wait, the Berkta doesn't eat you, right? Just kills you. Just kills um, you. Yeah. Just kills you. Uh, the Wendigo is a. At least uh, it's quick eats and easy. You. The Wendigo is like a. It eats you, right, Adam? No, it possesses you. It possesses you. you. Yes. I, I think about the Wendigos on Supernatural, uh, the show, the TV show. Wendigos um, possess you and make you eat other people. It's like a zombie yes. thing. It's like a zombie parasite. You know? And zombies aren't scary anymore, as we know. Which story when to go? You're getting lumped in with zombies. Lamashtu is going to eat your babies, and it's horrifying. No, I think the difference is the, the zombie. 
no. <laughs> Look, the, the movie The Exorcist was thought of like the scariest movie ever at the time. People well, were walking out of the theaters. My own mother walked out of the theater. Pazuzu is who's called on to keep Lamash 2 away. Like if they made an exorcist with Lamash 2, like it probably would have melted the theaters. And and Perkta also but Perkta also works with Krampus as like in, in the actual like uh Krampus is a kid whatever. Story. That's not scary. Krampus is another demon. Uh, let's be honest here, okay? Another demon. Yeah, but I'm not scared. Uh, and 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 who also eats children, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, whether they've taken stolen that for pop cultures is another thing. But you have generations upon generations upon generations of kids who are all in fear of these demons uh, in 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 Europe, and and would try and you know scare kids straight with these stories. Whereas you know like. Lameshtu and uh, Izuzu, like, sounds like a car, not like a, an actual demon. You know, you know what I, I, I think, though, guys, is like, <laughs> you know, when you're talking about something that's coming after, you can identify, you can run from it, you can hide. Uh, well, psychosis is a very different thing, and then possession, you know, because it can hit anybody at any time. And I, but the Wendigo can't. Uh, well, psychosis, yes, the Wendigo can't. I mean, it's, is it terrifying? Every children's ward uh, in know, every hospital, as far as we know. I, I, I think it is. Couple crazies, like. like Berta, is anyone else getting Hansel and Gretel vibes from Berta? She just sounds like the witch from Hansel and Gretel, and just wants to feed you gingerbread or something. Like it's not scary. Yeah, I think Didn't, so. Wasn't, was, this, wasn't this Hansel tough. and Gretel where she was going to cook cook them alive and eat them as well? Yeah, and it wasn't like, scary. I mean, We've been telling that story of witch that wants to like. It's yeah, but for to children but, for but Hansel and Gretel's witch didn't like, look like this, like this, <laughs> like no, sorry, like this no, but that's dried guys, up. Yeah. That's desiccation after death, clearly. Um, because <laughs> I, I am we technically we are out of time, and so like it's um I'm I'm struggling to uh make a decision here because like they're all kind of bad, of course, and scary in their own rights. Um, the Wendigo has this seems to have this other edge, which is that. The possession, which the other two don't. The other two are not known for possession. Um, uh, and then the Lamash two. Oh, that's a scary picture. I got to tell you, it's just uh, the most horrible. The, She's the most horrible thing I've Berta, ever heard. The Berta, uh, yeah, it's scary. Definitely scary. I don't know. It's not. I don't know if it's the scare. That mask, though, I agree, is messed up. That's uh, vacuum desiccation, Dave. <laughs> uh, what do I do? What do I do? I. Um, I I think I'm gonna give this round to Adam, because uh, uh, I just think that the possession thing was something that the other two didn't have, and I, I agree that the that I think that it was um, it made it different enough. Like so, it was because it's just a, a, another factor, another thing in the toolbox. Okay, so uh, now we have uh, Raj with two, Adam with two, Dan with one, and one round left. Now. If uh, if Davin scores this next one, then we will have a three way tie, and I'll have to come up with a tiebreaker. So, um, but if uh, whoever, but if if not, then um, then we will. Raj and Adam would presumably move on. So, Davin, you need this to stay alive. Um, and, and great arguments, uh, everybody, so far. Okay, let's get in. This. And our wild card question is: What is the correct age to stop? trick or treating and uh is this you first Davin? i think you got first round here mm. uh, what do you say i have the only answer and in fact 
shame on you guys for trying to put an age to it. Um, <laughs> Hall Halloween is about fun and enjoying yourself. I know what we we let anybody come to the door and take. You don't even have to have a costume. If you just want free candy, it's Halloween. Like there is no correct age. What are you going to do? Like twelve or or no no sixteen? You can drive now. No trick or treating. Like. And then it just creates complications by putting an age limit on it. You have 10-year-olds that are taller than 40-year-olds. So you, then you get people that you go to the door and they like berate kids. They're like, well, you're a little tall to be trick-or-treating. Or aren't you a little old? It makes them feel bad on a holiday that's supposed to be about fun and joy and just being this very different thing than we see in society the rest of the year. Just this openness and and giving. Like It's one of the best things humans have come up with, I think. I love Halloween, and there, no one should stop enjoying it. All right. Thank you, Davin. Okay. Uh, we're going to Raj next. Um, uh, when you're ready. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say when when you finish high school is when you should finish uh, trick-or-treating. And there's actually a, a survey that was done where 73% of the respondents, uh, this was on today, um, the show and they they said that um you know people should stop trick-or-treating you know after after they're 17 like that's really like you know when you finish high school you you put away childish things and and so i i just feel like that's probably like a really good age for you to stop doing that because you got to focus on things you got to focus on getting a job going to college uh you know paying for yourself and being an adult and you know, I mean, when you have adult money, you realize like, hey, I can just go and buy this candy for 10 bucks uh, and save myself, you know, three or four hours of walking around to uh, to, to to get that. The sweets. All right. Thank you, Rush. OK. And Adam, you are last to go for this one. All right. OK, guys, I, I picked the number of 10, 10, you're 10 years old. And, and really it comes down to this is for for me, the whole trick-or-treat event where you know kids go out and they get excited and and i live in a, a court and i have there's 13 kids under 10 and i watch the excitement and they have building up they're talking about their halloween costumes and in, in freaking august you know as they move towards this and for them it's such a big event and what i've observed my personal observations answering many doors over the years is watching the older kids when they hit that that whatever 10 number they it's more about the candy than the dress up and the spirit of the, the event, you know, and they just want to be there and they, they, they seem to put a lot less work into their costumes or, or have the enthusiasm that I really like to see in the young kids. Now, having said that, anybody over 10 has other avenues to, to explore things, you know, through parties and adults, certainly through adult parties. And, and as you know, as an adult myself, my house is very much decorated out there and we're going to be doing events for the kids. So I, I think it's more about, how you celebrate that, you know, those kids and, and how they how they have their excitement around that event. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. All right. So, so are uh, you guys uh, carding everybody as they come to your door or what? Because really, you're just creating situations where you're going to have to question tall kids. You're going to have to, like, where does it end? Why would it only you, creates why bad would situations for other people. You either have to let everybody have candy. Remember, people are in costumes. And I actually think the opposite of what Adam said is true. I was a kid. It wasn't more about the costumes then. It was all about the candy when you were a kid. But when you get older, it's yeah, the but Davin, I, 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 older, I, You can go buy your own candy. I would, but it's I fun. would really fun. venture to say that as a kid, you were really pairing the costume with, with that event. You didn't go out not dressed up. But and that hasn't changed kid, as an adult. And when you no, yeah, see, I see would, that. 
when you see a kid show up when you see a kid show up in a hoodie and a mask there's there's not a lot of effort and true but look that could be a listen i'm speaking as a person who just just i like the kids i like to get that that excitement i like to see them to have the both the spirit of the event paired with i'm happy to give out candy listen i'm not saying no to anybody uh i just I, I I just in my personal belief like the kids to have that event for them rather than tying in teenagers and 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 certainly adults. Why 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 I think limit the kids like enjoy it more like, when everybody what's an eleven like what's an eleven year old or twelve year old? They're not teenagers yet, and yet you're you're eliminating them from having uh, you know enjoying enjoying Halloween. Okay, I like, mean listen, I, mean, I could have said this arbitrary finished Guys, high school. I could have said, could have said twelve like, years kids old. Kids of all ages. I could have said twelve. Yeah, but you didn't. You said ten. That's what you're. Oh, that's for what crying out loud! Okay, ten to twelve then. All right. <laughs> And the point being is that, that I think see, you guys can quibble all day on ages because they'll always be the wrong answer. Let everybody enjoy this openness in giving holiday. No, but, but Gavin, I, I think that, that 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 can be enjoyed. I mean, I, you know, I think you said you're a dad, and you know, how many times have you stood on the curb watching your kids go up and, and just enjoying that? You're not never because she's ten dreaming. months old. Okay, <laughs> no, but, but here's, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The question. But I look the, forward the to it. Is, yeah. What is the correct age to stop trick or treating? It doesn't mean that everybody's never. going to do it, right? Because you're still going to have Everyone's your stragglers. But if we're talking about a bell curve here, I would say the bell curve should land on 17 or 18, like that, like when you finish high school, because at but again, you guys point, have to keep things 17 things, you got or other this shit to or do. this. You're you can't narrow down a number because it'll never make sense. There's ne- there's never a way to draw this number. Like here's I, the stuff. I think when you, when you tie it more to, to everybody stage in life. enjoy the holiday the way they want to, and it, it's a beautiful thing. Well, hang on a second on that though. They, when I'm going to say kumbaya. They they they're also they're also they're also sort of you know coming to my door looking for, and I want some spirit. I want them to. To, to say trick or treat, now you know I want to see them. You know, I, I and I just don't see that with the there older are kids kids. that don't. But I, I don't think it's about you. It's not about having people do a song and dance. It's about and the age that the kids come about you. Wait a second. Really, it's about really it's about them, right? Right. Them being everyone. We spend a lot of money on these kids every year, whether through candy or the decor or just the the spirit we have participating in this. And, you know, today, example, my, they're going to come in one side of my house, walk around the haunted backyard and go out the front. And, we, we you know, that's fun for them. And, you know, I, and I totally there to be there for them. But I just I believe that the younger kids get more out of it than the older kids. That's all. I, so, I know you guys will be welcome would, at my door on Halloween. So so I would tell you that, like, when I when I finished high school, one of the things that me and my friends like to do is put on haunted houses for for the high school and younger kids. And we'd you know, we'd set up speakers. I'd, I'd, I'd scare the crap out of them as they're coming up for the candy because, you know, I want them to have their trick or treat. But like, again, like I said, is like as you as you age, you know, things change. And it's like. You know, after you're 18, 19, really, like if you're a guy, everybody or a girl, you're looking to everybody. be in a relationship, you're looking to like or have fun, you want to go to a bar, you want to drink. Whereas like when you're younger, all you have is candy, right? Like that's that's literally like, <laughs> you know, I mean, they made an entire industry on the like on candy industry. Do, do you know, so I mean, like, speaking of that, yeah, it doesn't matter, but I was at uh, the grocery store last. There's nothing left to buy. It's all gone. It's crazy this year. It's just amazing to see how many uh, houses are getting ready for time. But Great. really hoping give all the kids come out after last year's horrible yeah. Halloween where nobody could come out. And I'm really looking forward to seeing the kids tonight. 
Done. It's gonna rain here tonight, bad. So it's gonna be a crappy. Jamil's asking, "What about what about people, individuals with special needs and development disabilities? Or do they need to be shut out? Let everybody Never. in. Like if anything everybody. can get us to this like open and thing future where we all just have fun together and enjoy each other's company. Halloween is one of those things to get us there. We, we do it every year. So, let's do let's do it three times a year where people can just come to your house and be like, and you give them something. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It sucks that we only do it once a year, but let's do it at least do it once a year and for everybody. Halloween for all. Hashtag. Okay, we're out of time. Uh so Hashtag I have to make a decision. First, didn't it? Oh well. Yeah. Oh man. Uh I can tell you what I'm leaning the kids, the uh, poor kids, the poor kids. Uh, I can tell you that I had, I did go trick or treating as an adult um, a couple of years ago with, uh, with Jane uh, and Benny, my roommate at the time from England, he had never been trick or treating as a child. So because England, I guess they don't do it. So I, I we went around and I, I experienced what it was like to be an adult. Uh, um, you, uh, there was definitely so houses you- that, that were open so to Jane. it. Um, they were, they thought it was fun. Uh, other, other households were more hostile. Uh, Why do you have to feel that way? Uh, Kids feel that way too. I I guess so. Yeah. Um, And so it was kind of like, I don't know, like maybe you should never stop, but it's not necessarily comfortable. Now with Adam, your answer was was strong, but I think your age maybe uh, is more, is being very specific. Is maybe you're the, 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 the the biggest argument against you because yeah, like I think Raj saying like 11 and 12 year olds being excluded maybe is uh um an issue although i think you're around you're maybe around the age a lot of uh, children themselves start to choosing to not trick-or-treat because it's not cool to be seen doing that uh and then with raj i think uh yours is probably the one i'm leaning towards the most although like it's very rare to see anybody at the end end of high school still trick-or-treating but doesn't mean it's the correct not the correct thing or like sort of whatever so i'm the tall kids, the kids with special needs. It's all it's all or nothing. It's all or you create bad situations for some people. I, like yourself um, when you went as an adult. It's just right. a shame. Why does it have to be that way? Like, right, I didn't expect beards to be coming up to the door. Um, it's a costume. I can take this one off. This is <laughs> it's a costume. Um, I'm going, I'm I'm giving this one to Rosh. Uh sorry guys. The poor kids. Just, just for the record, I, I think everybody should come too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam did try to answer n- never as well. Why weren't you the judge today, Ed? <laughs> done a lot better. <laughs> sorry, 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 David. Uh, so, um, and uh, so you have been eliminated. Although you were very strong, you were strong in all six rounds. I feel, I feel bad because you only got a point one point out of the six. But you were, you were coming swinging every round, and uh, so no, no. Uh, 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 like head uh, head high on the uh, on on this one. So hope you'll stick around and uh, watch us go through the speed round. Um, and so yes, so but Davin is out right now, and so we have Raj and Adam, uh, ready to jump into this. Um, how do we want to do this? Okay, I'm just gonna. Uh, so in terms of like the speed round, how this is going to work is uh, most of these are. Um, a or B questions. So Raj, Adam, whichever one of you picks that answer, uh, whoever says it first uh, will get it. Uh, you have to you have to argue the other one, whether you like it or not, uh, or that you can get behind it or not, or you can just forfeit the point. Uh, 
Jamil just wants to point out that he strongly disagrees with my last two uh, my decisions. Uh, who I one was Taraj Thanks, and Jamil. one was um, who was the who got hit? oh and, and Adam. So I understand it's it's not easy being the judge. It's a uh, oh, Jamil, you know. I, I, yeah, yeah. Dave, you're like still welcome. You, I love you still, Jamil. You know how often I've been on the when, when I'm like doing the producing and not doing the hosting. Uh, it's I'm often like that was the wrong call, but it's 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 uh, yeah. He thought Davin should have had both. So if da if Jamil had been hosting Davin, you would be here. You would be in this speed round. But he is all next time Jamil's hosted. <laughs> so <laughs> we're at him. all right. All right, so uh, you um, whoever says it first, you'll get 30 seconds for your like opening statement or whatever, and then uh, there'll be about a minute 30 uh, just to kind of rebut each other if you want. So uh, let's get into it. And speed round movie, uh, the question here is, who is stronger, Jason or Michael Myers? Oh, shit. Uh, Mike Myers. Okay, yeah, Adam, you, you're Mike Myers, and so... Uh, Raj will be Jason uh, from the Friday the 13th uh, franchise. Okay. Okay. I, I, I think number one is, is you know, Mike Myers is, is, is completely understated in, as far as his brilliance. Like he, he's sat in prison for years and years and years, quiet, never, um, never doing anything. And, and all of a sudden he, you know, breaks out of prison, was able to get to where he grew up, drove a car that he had never driven but also just the physical strength that the man has and able to, to, um, you know, take his victims and, and continue to win. He, he, um, you know, he can take a lot of abuse. We've seen him shot. We've seen him burned. We've seen him I, I, I probably even stabbed at one point. I, I just think he continues to come back and, and, uh, and is always there to win. Okay. Thank you. And so Raj, uh, 30 seconds for Jason. So I, I'm I'm trying to remember really. I'm pretty sure Jason had some superhuman strength. Um, he was terrifying and just relentless. Uh, and you know, I just um, I just feel like uh, he's probably like one of the the, the better characters, um, horror characters. Um, you know, and he's been around. He was also, if I'm not mistaken, he was like pretty deformed in the face as well it was just a just a frightening character all around and uh yeah i just uh all right thank you okay so um just jump okay you got a minute 30 to rebut each other i suppose so yeah i think the difference between the two rajas is that that mike had the intellectual capacity to to sort things out and to to um you know, form formulate a plan and and use it, and what what he had like Jason just sort of reacted, and he was just had one step. You know, I got to kill people rather than kill. You know, uh, you know, with a goal in mind to get back to Haddonfield and take care of whatever he needed to do there. So it was more of a of a, a plan formulation, and you but, never knew where Mike Myers was going to get you. Like Jason is generally in camps, and and you have to go to him rather than get killed with with Mike, who could be anywhere. I just, I just feel like, you know, there's this psychological fear, but the, when you're talking about who's the stronger, the stronger of the two, um, I, I, I always kind of felt like Jason had like superhuman strength. He's always able to overpower whomever came after him. Yeah, but I that mean, was the same for Michael Myers. He had, dur I mean, he was he had always... durability. He had, durability. Uh, he had uh, um, I wouldn't say. Uh, athleticism but he was relentless 
you you just couldn't stop him. He he was like the juggernaut. You know what I mean? Like well, I think that both could, both both have that? that, but the difference being is the mental strength that that Michael Myers had on top of the just the physical strength and the. But, but I mean, do you need mental strength? I, I you know I mean. Well, I think it makes you a more frightening story. frightening villain. I really do. Uh, you know, when you're not dealing with just somebody who's just coming for you. So. All right. Well, I have to make a decision, um, and so. Going to Adam on this one. Got Adam. All right. Uh, so we are tied up. We have uh, Raj with three. We got Adam with three. All right. So moving on to Speed Round TV. Question here is, who does the Halloween specials better, Roseanne or The Simpsons? The Simpsons, 100%. I mean, 33 years? Come on. Like, seriously, the best uh haunted was it called the uh treehouse of terror like treehouse of horror it's like the best and them or treehouse of horror sorry is is the best uh halloween special the most enjoyable um to this day i still uh you know tune in to watch it or catch it on a a replay on on demand but like yeah i i would just say that like the simpsons is the most iconic and probably one of the best uh halloween specials uh ever um, and, and, and longest lasting. All right. Thank you, Raj. Okay. Adam, um, you got Roseanne. So I can pl- look, I, I can't rebut Raj. I don't know enough about, I'm going to make myself look stupid. If I talk about Roseanne, I don't know. I would give it to Raj hundred percent. I completely agree with him. Uh, <laughs> give him the point. Okay. I said you up there, I guess. So, all right. So he gets it. All right. So I think Raj, Raj lost it. by mentioning the last 20 years of Simpsons. <laughs> no, it's still <laughs> Treehouse of terror is still really good. <laughs> So, so part, part of the speed round is also just uh your ability to answer quicker sometimes too yep. um so uh so raj with four adam with three moving on to music thriller or everybody backstreet's back thriller oh shit fuck all right <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna take you back in time Okay, Toronto Rocks was the video show back in the day on, on City TV in grade five or six. I can't remember which I think it was grade six, probably. We all everybody had to get home by four o'clock to watch Toronto Rocks. Why? Because Thriller was they were showing the video for the first time, 1984. And when that happened, it was like the biggest event of the of the year. People were calling each other that evening on the phones. Uh, it was just, did you see Thriller? It was one of those those major events in history that, and it was a scary little video. And I remember being even the subtitle, you know, watch with your discretion or whatever that was back then. All right, Raj. Look, Thriller was was good, but like, I mean, come on, everybody. I mean, that's that that Backstreet Boys. Like everybody knows that tune. Everybody loved that tune. Um, you know it. You know, I don't see Michael Jackson touring anymore. <laughs> Sorry, uh, making more money now. <laughs> but, but the new, you know, Backstreet Boys still still tour. They still make money. Uh, you know, I, I okay. Just, and uh, I just just to cut, sorry to cut you off there, Raj. But just for um, just for more context, because I I didn't really fully flesh out the question. Um, I'm talking more from the music video standpoint and how, how it kind of like is they're both like Halloween music videos uh that um yeah i think dave that you 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 look at the thriller one i mean really there's there's the dance that everybody can do now it, it's 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 even bringing vincent price into it from the classic horror having the classic horror movies 
back in the day when you hear him do that little soliloquy and the laugh. And it's just, it's such a fantastic song. And then it was translated into that video at the time. My God, when that was made, it, they must have spent millions on that thing to make it right. And it looked fantastic. It still looks fantastic. You know, hear it in 2021. I just, you know, you talk about timeless. That will carry right to the end of the century. hundred percent. I mean, bad makeup and, 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 and hokey dance moves. Like, I mean, I don't know if you could really say that Thriller aged well. Oh, um, I, I think you, know, you can. And, and like the 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 really bad prosthetics and and latex. Like, uh, dude, I don't know. it was like 1984. It was for yeah, TV. Uh, but we're talking about timelessness. And but but you're about talking like, about a video that took half the show. Like you know when you talk about like, like I I mean look like, like the even, the, rush, even the, I mean just the fact that they would they would air it. You're, you're talking about a major obligation to one song, you know, on, on a video show that lasted half an hour back in the day. I mean, these are these, that's just a just a substantial commitment from from the, the the networks, from the from the studio, whoever produced that. I think I think Michael Jackson was revolutionary in that video, and it still but stands. See, see, the real thing here is though that everybody takes from Michael Jackson. Yes, and it makes it better. Shows but the, it makes the, it better. There's like a storyline. You know, but, but there's you have to there's start a wolfman. There's somewhere. zombies. There's vampires. Yeah. There's hot Dave, girls dancing around. Yeah, it's going to Adam. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, and mostly just because um, uh, he, like, I think most of your arguments were against his instead of for your own so i think that's um because but i don't think you're i don't think you really knew the backstreet boys song. that was just so. my iconic kid moments in my life that that watching yeah, that no I, I don't actually disagree with him at all i just <laughs> yeah <laughs> you did you did, you did your best and that's what you have to do okay so we're moving on to sports okay. all right what's the bloodiest sport you don't have to pick one here it's just open Bloodiest? Oh, uh, MMA for sure. Um, okay. And the reason the reason I would say that MMA is the bloodiest is because, uh, I mean, we've seen guys uh, get their legs broken, shoulders dislocated, uh, you know, bloodied up. Like, I mean, that mat's always there's always going to be blood after after six card fights. It's just, it's crazy. And uh, I would just say that MMA, uh, you know, takes takes it there like you've never seen somebody beaten and battered like an mma okay thank you Dave, i'm going Adam. with with hockey uh you know I, hockey I think, and mma okay yeah hockey for me is is a it's a bloody sport it's it's not maliciously bloody you know where mma you're, you're going out to cause blood cause you know cause harm on somebody Versus hockey, that you know, it's more of a subtle bloodiness where your teeth are knocked out, you know, stitches coming around. Uh, people are generally hurt, unfortunately, but you know, in the background of an amazing game, and and that's to me the difference. Now, I mean, MMA is very bloody. However, you still see a lot of blood on on a hockey rink uh, after a game. Okay, rebuttal. So I would say that uh, hockey isn't intentionally bloody, and it and it there are games that happen where. There are no fights, whereas MMA is literally a fight. It is the nature of the it is the nature of the sport, and so as such, the question is, what's the bloodiest sport? And hands down, MMA. I would say uh, there is more uh, more blood spilled uh, uh, on a per fight basis than than you would see with 
with anything else. And, um, you know, the injuries are just as extensive, if not worse. Um, and it's just a brutal, it's like, you know, it's, it's like the Coliseum. I mean, you're seeing guys where they do a, a roundhouse kick or whatever, and literally their leg snaps into, or their leg just, just crumbles or their arm crumbles. Like it's, it's, it's gross and, and amazing all at the same time. Yeah. I, I, you know, when, when I guess it's maliciously bloody, that's what you're going into. You're, like I said earlier, you're causing harm. This, this, the blood from hockey can be as simple as a stick to a mistaken stick to the face or a puck to the face. However, I mean, you talk about some of the worst events in, in sports history. Um, remember the, the, the skate across the neck in uh, it was Buffalo and, and just seeing that guy almost bleed out on the ice horrible and and nobody was ready for that either that kind of that kind of injury that that almost took a man's life on the rink uh while in in you know i mean while very bloody it's all you're expecting it if you don't get it you're disappointed david you have an opinion sorry Sorry. blood is overrated anyway (laughs) i was wondering (laughs) that because both two good arguments guys and i i think that both uh i don't know i'm not i'm not necessarily um uh swayed either way david you have an opinion other than blood's overrated well i, I thought you'd one of you should have said bare knuckle fighting <laughs> it's the bloodiest <laughs> uh, okay i'm going to go no, that's that's i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with adam on this one i think he i think the blood on the ice uh and the guy bleeding out was the setting factor for me here yeah, that's, one of the worst that's, that's, that's gonna be a controversial <laughs> one for sure Okay, so Adam, as yeah, wait, you, wait, can we hear from Jamil? Because I'd love to know what he thinks. Oh, I'm sure he's, <laughs> he's in the comments. Yeah, I'm sure. Jamil, what do you think? Jamil thought I won. Yeah, he, thought, he, 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 he <laughs> thinks probably... David should have won already. So, that is okay. overrated, isn't it, Jamil? Um, so, okay, Adam takes the lead here for the first time. Um, okay, and so um, I don't. I, my history question isn't ready yet, so I'm still trying to think about what, what the heck it's going to be. So I'm going to wild card next. So here we go. A uh, wild card is: Should costumes be scary or not? I think um, I think that the costumes can be whatever they want to be. But I mean, personally, uh, I like seeing uh, I like seeing both. So this is a hard. Was was this question? Are you suggesting that it's 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 one or the other? Like it, I'm saying, um, I guess more should should the point of costumes be to be scary because the, that's what, what the origin of them is. Like so, we, so Dave, I'm gonna I'll take a hard stand on or not. I'll say not. You you'll know, say I, not, and uh, okay, Roger, then I'll, I'll take scary. So I would say then traditionally that's what Halloween was about, and this is uh, you know where this is this is what we're we're, we're talking about, right? Like you know you want to be as scary and uh, frightening because that's what Halloween's all about is uh, scaring away the old spirits and, 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 and being frightful and being creative. And uh, I think that's what really drives the market, to be honest. I mean, that's what uh, Adam's been uh, uh, arguing all, all, all shows that, uh, you know, Halloween is about fear and terror. And, and well, that's, that's the scary part. I think it's also about changing your perception and persona and people can get away with a lot of things. I mean, you know, seeing Dave in his, in his captain's uniform there, it makes me happy to see that, you know, um, Davin, I, I don't even know you, but I like you already with that mask and same with Raj. I think that's great. I, I brought my skeleton. I didn't actually get a time to flash him up. So beautiful. Uh, 
yes. But, uh, you know, Dave, for me, it's about transformation. It's about making something you're not. And it's about making people smile as well. You know, whether it's, you know, I, I remember one costume. I saw a woman came into a party I had one time where was wearing sheets. And, you know, her costume was she was two sheets to the wind. You know, it can be whatever you want. You, can, you know, it can be kind of fun. It can be scary. It can be, uh, it can be a show that you love. It can be anything you want. Okay, rebuttal. So I'd argue that I mean the, the origins of the origins of, of Halloween is about about scare. And I mean, if you want to be a purist, then I think that that's where 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 it's at. And because the thing is, is that you can be scary and sexy. You can be scary and and hot there there are characters like that that exist within the thing you can be uh scary but cuddly too like scary is 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 an overriding aspect on ev literally every almost every halloween costume there is right there is some some part of terror like this this mask for example is a teddy bear but it is a ferocious teddy bear right so it's a cuddly yet scary teddy bear and I think that's the point, right? Because if you lose the scare, what do you have? I mean, then you're just—it's just a costume. It's not a—it's not a Halloween costume. It's just a costume, right? Like, and and that, and and that's the—I think that's the, the 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 dichotomy here is that like, if you're talking about Halloween, then that's that's a a a a specific thing about the about the scare, you know. And I think that's why it's important. You, you sold me, Raj. I'm giving it to you. All right. <laughs> All right. So we are tied up, uh, which is a problem because I still don't know what the history question is going to be. Um, so I, I got one for you. You do? Good. Because I don't. Uh, so, okay. So this question is, is, is coming from Davin. So Davin, hit us. Maybe a bad question. I don't know. Which classic halloween monster ghoul type thing is the most rooted in actual history Ooh. the most rooted in actual history so like we're talking like vampires we're talking like uh, uh ghosts, stuff. Ghosts, anything. Witches, goblins, i'm gonna say whatever. vampires i'm gonna go i'm gonna go vampires i mean you have an entire country that is uh based its mythos on that vlad the impaler actually existed um, so I'm going to go vampires all in. Uh, I think that the, historically, that is probably one of the scariest, uh, scariest things to exist. I mean, and, and think about all the literature that's just based on that, uh, as it were. So, you know, like you can actually go to a place in Romania where Vlad the Impaler actually existed, and that shit's scary. Like, I mean, right. and he seconds. used to put. He used to oh, put sorry. the heads on the spikes and craziness. Adam, uh, for me, Dave, I think it's the witch, and 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 and, okay. and I'm not going to say for for me the reason why I say it's the witch and why it's the most scary is that anybody can blame anything that they see as magical or scary or something not even run of the mill or conforming with society onto a as they're a witch. And let's test them by, you know, if they don't drown, we're going to dunk them in water. And if they don't drown, they win. You know, they're not a witch. It, it doesn't make any sense, like the way that they would try to get them out of, <laughs> to prove they're not witches. So I think that, you know, people's, when just sort of evolving this question a little bit, but when you, when you look at how people 
culture, society has now put certain members of society who may be outcasts or do something a little differently into that bucket and makes them fearful or are fearful of them because of that difference, you've now created a, uh, you know, what do we call a witch hunt? It's a witch hunt when you throw people into a bucket because you're afraid of them. And you've had societies in especially North America and Europe that have actually, you know, fallen for this, this fear of, of the difference rather than fear of the real, but also, you know, alienated a whole margin, a group of people, which has been just awful. Okay. Okay. So we're in the rebuttal stage here. Uh, so the, the question was uh, in terms of like, which, which of these like, um, legends i guess vampires and witches are most rooted in actual history or actual fact so uh raj arguing vampires because of the, vlad the impaler romanians and adam you're saying witches uh because there was there were witch hunts and witch trials and but the part i guess i didn't hear in your in your argument was about like the the truth around the witches, I guess. So I think, I think, I think that, that for, for me is the difference being is that, you know, there, there is truth, whether it, you know, whether it be a healing ability or whether it be a, a ability to cook something or, or just do something a little different and just look at things a little differently than the rest of society, which causes that fear. Because if you're not conforming, as we all know, this is a very conformist uh, society we live in. And as soon as you break away from that, you create a fear factor. And those, those people were persecuted because of that difference which created a general fear, you know, into our culture even today is like, as you know, the witches are still scary because they do things differently. They can, they can ends to a mean, well, vampires, I'm not really afraid of vampires. They make a good story, but I'm not afraid of them. And I know the history of Vlad the Empire had nothing to do with vampires. Okay. Uh, Raj, sorry. Uh, any response? Sorry. Yeah. I also, um, Jamil just sent me a message saying, asking if the broadcast ended. So I'm not sure what happened there, but. Um, it has not. Okay. So, yeah. Um, we're st we're still anyway. have, we still have live viewers on YouTube, at least. I don't know. Maybe on Twitch. Oh, he said Twitch ended. That's what he, he just said. He just sent me a oh. message saying Twitch ended for some reason. I don't um, know. Anyways, uh, but uh, more importantly is that, um, you know, sure. I mean, the witches are different, but they weren't actually witches, but. You know, Vlad the Impaler was a tyrant who, you know, drank blood and was, you know, pretty vile, like a vile human being who did a lot of nasty things to the population and and garnered that that fear. And um, I would just say that the witches were just people that were um, different, fine, but they didn't actually do anything. They weren't they weren't actually like. Uh, going out and murdering people and um, causing problems. They were just people that were different that other people didn't like and so brandished them with a name that they knew could get them killed or, or removed from society. And so I think that there's a difference there in that, you know, Vlad the Impaler actually did some nasty shit, whereas witches probably didn't and were just targeted a targeted population. I, I do think, though, you know, when you look at the witch, though, in, in po certainly popular culture and even going back to Shakespeare, I mean, you know, when in Macbeth, when the witches were, again, the creation of them in, in certainly pop culture has become uh, a very scary notion and how they how they interact with society and, and 
whatever it might be that they do. Uh, however, I just, and when you created that fear factor of a whole culture that may or may not exist, it's still, it's still out there and it's still very, very real in pop culture today. Great answers, guys. These were great, great arguments. Uh, great question, Davin. I thought, uh, for an interesting thing. Um, I don't know if you have an opinion on this. Uh, uh, I do. Uh, Skeletor. Uh, but, uh, I think, I feel like both creative answers, really creative responses. And I don't know. Do you have an opinion? I do have an opinion. I agree with you that they're both great answers. And for the topics they, or the answers they chose, they went to the right historical places, whether it be Vlad or, but where I kind of lean towards Adam is he picked an example that just has so many more examples, like whether it be from Shakespeare to Salem, there's just so many examples of witches throughout history, rather than just having to, having to kind of zero in on Vlad the Impaler. That's kind of what where I lean. All right, All right. Like okay. I think there could have been other more ubiquitous choices like ghosts and things like that. I think uh, you're almost hemmed in a bit by the choice of vampire. Yeah. Okay. I. Uh... Excellent, guys. I am giving this one to Adam. And uh, what, a, what, what, a, what a comeback this was, Adam. You were, well, not that much of a comeback. You were only down one coming into this, but um, it's, uh, but great job. All right. So Adam wins the round and as such uh, wins the episode, uh, wins the episode uh, today. So congratulations to Adam. Uh, this is the part where I'm always like, congratulations, winner. And then I go to play my, my little theme song. So that's just to, just to uh, celebrate there. Great show, guys. Uh, Raj, really loved doing this with you. Uh, I, we never met or spoken before today other than a couple IMs. Um, and uh, really liked having you uh, for this. Hope, hope, we hope you'll come back and maybe even consider hosting in the future. For uh, sure, for sure. This was a lot of fun. This was hard. You you could have, I, I, I could have gone that the other way on that last question because I thought your response was very uh, well articulated and um, positioned. But uh, Adam, I, I think Adam's examples, I think just. Yeah, uh, it, really... was, it, was, it was a better answer for sure. Yeah, he had more time to think about it. So that's sometimes the downside of the speed round is that if you, sometimes you, you want to get your answer in quick, but you might have to, but you might think of something better while the other guy's talking. So anyway, um, thank you guys. Uh, um, and I'm just going to uh, plug a few things here. Um, so Trivial Debates uh, is one of our three channels. So if you like this show, check out, um, uh, we have a, a channel called Live Long in Podcast, which is a Star Trek themed channel that um, we talk about Star Trek all the time. On Monday nights, uh, we talk about Star Trek, the original series. We'll be talking about, um, what are we talking about tomorrow? Oh, by any other name. So if you like Star Trek, the original series, we've been talking about by any other name tomorrow night. We're, we've been watching every episode, not in order. Uh, we got about three left. And um, uh, Adam's on that one about 10 p.m. tomorrow night. Um, and uh, on Tuesday nights, we talk about Star Trek, D Space Nine. Gavin uh, joins us often with that one as well. Uh, we've been watching uh, all of those ones in order. Uh, we're into season four. And we're going to be talking about the episode Bar Association this coming Tuesday. As well, on Thursday, we're going to be talking about the uh, the newest episode of Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, Davin will be on that one as well, along with Jessica Chan. 
um, as we've been covering the new episodes there. We also covered Star Trek Lower Decks uh, this summer. And I guess in a couple of weeks, we'll be talking about Star Trek Discovery, Adam. Uh, I'll be mm-hmm. doing that with Adam Woodward and Michael Chan on Thursday nights as well. Uh, so it's going to be uh, lots of Star Trek going on. We also have Star Trek Radio Theater, where we do like script reads of Star Trek episodes. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, a smaller one for November and then a big movie uh, in December, uh, where we're going to get like our different podcasters in. And we're going to read the lines uh, as the different characters. Uh, so we're, like, we're going to be doing Star Trek First Contact from 1996. Um, and, uh, we have our, our last channel is called super Mater brothers podcasting, uh, where we, um, that's like more reality shows and things that aren't related to, um, to star Trek. And on Wednesdays right now, we are covering survivor season 41, uh, Jameel Robinson and Jeff Mater and I, uh, we also talk about Marvel cinematic universe podcast, like, like, uh, things like that, like WandaVision and, uh, we'll be covering Eternals probably next weekend, uh, next Sunday when that, after that movie, uh, premieres and. If you like Marvel or different shows, we cover all those different content over there. Plus, um, you should check out um, Davin's podcast. It's called uh, Locutors of Trek. Uh, it's a, another Star Trek themed cha- um, podcast uh, and channel. Uh, you guys talk about trivia. You guys talk about um, different things. Uh, why, why, why don't you tell me what you have coming up on Locutors of Trek? Hey, Captain Dave, where's Lieutenant Yar? Yar. Yeah, you, we talk you, about you, the people, places, and things of Star Trek, and we do play some fun games like trivia and stuff every now and then. But we also get deep into the weeds on some things, like uh, we have a take a thematic approach. So we might talk about time travel one week, or cybernetics the next week, or biology. Could be anything, and we just shine it through the lens of Star Trek, and uh, try to have a good time while we're doing it. We play some music as well that we perform and write ourselves and things. What's going Excellent. on over at Locutors of Trek? Check out Locutors of Trek. Great Star Trek podcast. Uh, Jamil Robinson joining us. Uh, I think he has some comments. I didn't actually see who won. Twitch ended. So um... yes, I, I Raj re- relayed that. So I don't know what happened. It, it, according to, according to my system, it says we're still on Twitch, but clearly we're not. Um, You'll be glad but... to know, Jamil. I won. <laughs> actually it says um, we have a viewer on uh, right now on twitch but i don't know probably still me um uh, still showing up uh great debates by everyone uh congratulations on whoever won it was a well-deserved victory or whomever that may be it was adam I I, okay i have to rewatch the last debates to see it um it was a, a great job uh, y- yes my niece was listening to Maybe a future debater. You oh, know? okay. The next generation. Okay. Hey, ask her I'm, how I'm, I'm actually on be. the air right now. <laughs> um, just, hey, Jamil. Uh, yeah. Jamil, can you ask her how old she thinks people should be or stop trick-or-treating? Siobhan, come here for a second. She's on my side, too. Siobhan, come. Hey, Siobhan. Uh, Raj says hi. Quick question. How old should people stop trick-or-treating, or should they never stop? She said, say it again. A hundred years old. A hundred <laughs> years old. We like that answer. That's a good what answer. I don't know what type of Pez that is. So when you get to, when you get to 101, you have to stop? So 101, you have to stop. But what? 
Never stop, she yeah, said. She clarified. Never stop. Okay. She clarified. She from the mouth of the babes. To turn 100 or 100. So, also, a love, um, other information. We were talking about the music question. Which song would you start your playlist? Um, we have a DJ here, an actual DJ that um, DJs events. And um, for the three songs, he said um, Halloween theme, the piano theme. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Um, the other one? He said Monster Mash. Oh, definitely. That was actually the song that he suggested to start off oh, with. Oh, Jamil, I think this is going bad for me here. <laughs> and then <laughs> for Dopey the Reaper, he was like, what's that? Oh. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> We're going to play it for him. Don't worry. He'll learn. He will learn. I thought all, all choices were, were great choices. Um, and I could understand the argument for, for all. Uh don't Fear the Reaper is a Halloween song to me. Uh, that being said, I'm tired of hearing the cowbell and people obsessing about it all the time. Uh, have more cowbell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, the, at the same time, Monster Mash is really fun. And if I walk into an event and the mash is on, I'm like, yeah, this, this is going to be popping. So, <laughs> yeah. I think it's uh, a good starter song. It's, it's light and fluffy. It's, um, it's definitely it's, light and it's, fluffy. It's, Yes, it's a, it's a nice little bit of cake. Um, now, I, I think that the Halloween theme is a drop that I wouldn't start off. It's 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 the drop, in my opinion, honestly. If someone were to transition from a song into the Halloween theme and it had a little bit of a beat, all right, so I'm saying modify it still slightly, but still have the original, I think it would be fantastic and people go crazy over it. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I saw you uh, said you disagreed with my choices for the history and wildcard rounds. Uh, um, you said Davin should have had both of those with uh, the demon answer. And Ridiculous. Look, I'm <laughs> Dave, <laughs> I like you a lot. <laughs> but those two, wow. Uh, I think Davin went ham on those two answers. And I thought that he had a strongest by far. Like everyone had a strong, you know, argument, but... Davin, yeah. I was extremely impressed. A little fearful. I take my hat off to you, Jamil. <laughs> matey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. I, it, it's all. It's always. It's always tough being uh, the judge, and I haven't done it in, like over a year. So, Listen, uh, Dave, uh, when you made me the judge that time, I, it, that's that. I would much rather be a contestant than be a judge. Yeah, it's it much. It's it's so much harder to be the judge. So I'm I I I've got my fill of it, and I'm going back to the producer role too. Uh, so, but congratulations again to Adam. Thanks, Jamil, for jumping in. Um, and 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 uh, and uh, uh, giving it. happy Halloween, everybody. Happy too. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, have a great day uh, today. Happy Halloween to everyone of all ages. All ages. <laughs> we're all, on that we're one, all on this. Everyone wanted to say, yeah, but you had to argue different things. Uh, um, I think that's it. Uh, so we are going to sign off and uh, and we'll see you next month for the next edition of Trivial Debates. Uh, where's my funk down music? Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, thank you.